Hi, welcome to Stumbling Through Christianity with Lysanne. This episode is dedicated to Ophelia Davis. I wish I could say she was a survivor of domestic violence, but that wasn't the case. She was my cousin. She was in an abusive marriage that was physically, emotionally, probably financially abusive. Um, Her husband broke her arm at least on one occasion, knocked teeth out her mouth on a couple of occasions, and she stayed with him until her death. Now, he may have not been abusive to her towards the end. I didn't um, deal with her as much towards the end of her uh, life or would deal with them, I guess, because, you know, they were a couple. But since 2012, I have been making an effort to increase awareness about intimate partner violence, the term we usually refer to as domestic violence. Um, But domestic violence really, you know, as we learn and grow, uh, sometimes we realize we don't have the correct language to communicate what's going on. It's a a really broad term, but, you know, I guess we used to think domestic was within the home. But uh, domestic violence is more like gangs and um, that type of thing, really. Um, But intimate partner violence, violence or abuse is one of the issues God saved me from. This episode is journey to becoming an overcomer of abuse. One of my favorite books is by Dr. Wanda Turner. The book is titled Even With My Issues. In the book, she challenges individuals to start ministry where they are. She encourages her readers to feel they can still contribute in the midst of going through. And for the sake of her book, ministry is not just the pulpit stuff, but anything that enhances the kingdom of God. Any way that you can be of service to people is that de- the universal definition of ministry. Another book that inspired me to start making a difference is 107 Ways to Give When You Think You Have Nothing to Give. Now, this was written by Jana Gamble. Miss Gamble is a survivor and overcomer of intimate partner abuse. She wrote 107 Ways to Give When You Have Nothing to Give After Leaving an Abusive Relationship. Gamble was my muse, and she encouraged me to write various posts on my Sinley's WordPress blog. Like the biblical shero Esther, this post does not refer to God directly, but his presence is evident. And this is a post from 2015, actually. In 2014, the Ray Rice case helped fuel the discussion about domestic violence. After years of being in denial about the need to heal from domestic violence, I finally decided to attend a domestic violence support group. I realize now leaving the situation is only the first step. Being able to say you are an overcomer or survivor of domestic violence means moving past it and healing. In the majority of my adult relationships, I have experienced intimate partner violence. I had previously refused to deal with domestic violence in counseling sessions. In 2012, I attended a women's support group, and after that group ended, I felt compelled to organize a domestic violence conference. One of the participants 
in the group shared with me that despite whatever I was going through, I needed to push through. She told me God would bless me for doing what he has called me to do. Right before the conference, I reconnected with an abusive ex. I was trying to justify his behavior in my mind. Last year, a domestic violence story that struck me was about a young woman. Her life mirrored mine. Her Facebook uh, profile was public, so I got to read how our lives were the same. We both were very concerned about making things better and loving our family. A few days ago, I was on a radio show, and the host asked me how I dealt with negative comments when sharing my truth. The first thing that popped into my mind was about my abusive ex, who I refer to as the unhusband, who didn't support the things that really made my heart sing. But I responded by saying, look to see if there is truth in the negative comments, and if not, then remember they probably don't know who they are or God. That's what I got from my mentor and domestic violence overcomer, just Marianne Wagner. I know in my situation, my ex-boyfriend's spiritual beliefs were different than mine. My boundaries gradually eroded. At first, it was tolerating verbal abuse, eventually emotional abuse, and finally financial abuse. I stayed and started to become despondent. It wasn't until I went for a routine physical exam when the doctor said I would live to be 100 years old. I thought, I don't want to live like this for that long. Another thing that inspired me to leave the relationship was I thought, what if I decide I'm not ready to die? What if a physical altercation happens and I get scared and I make a decision that alters my life? Before my most recent domestic violence experience, I didn't feel I was really qualified to be an advocate for domestic violence. I had too many not yet. Not yet had I been hospitalized due to intimate partner or domestic violence. Not yet had I had the literal shit beaten out of me. God willing, I hopefully will not have to experience that. Last year, I came to the realization that I was groomed to experience domestic violence. I thought that I was doing enough to heal with attending a domestic violence support group, but I realized I'm still attracting controlling men. So I know I'm just beginning the journey of becoming a domestic violence overcomer. Breaking the silence is helping me. I am thankful to the women who live to tell their stories. I hope in sharing my story, I can encourage other women to move forward in what they are passionate about. And also I have to admit, um, I was thinking about starting, because uh, usually I do Facebook Lives leading up uh, to Domestic Violence Awareness Month and through Domestic Violence Awareness Month in October. But someone told me of a terrible domestic violence incident that happened. A, a woman uh, was beaten and hospitalized, and uh, they don't know if, she'll ever be normal again she's like in a vegetative state and that just made me think I have to go ahead 
and make this post. I have to continue to advocate because every time I hear a story like that, it just, it saddens me. It it almost breaks my heart because I think there's one more woman going through this that doesn't have to experience this, that doesn't realize how much she's worth, how her family loves her, how God loves her, how just other women throughout, I guess, her city, her state, uh, this whole globe care about her and, you know, wish her well and think no one should have to go through that, you know. Um, and when I was um, speaking about this post, what uh, inspired me in 2012 uh, to do the conference, along with going to the group, is a young high school student uh, was strangled by her boyfriend. And I didn't know strangulation was one of the top causes of death in domestic violence uh, situations. And uh, my ex-husband used to, uh, you know, choke me. And I had no idea I was dealing with, I guess, such a dangerous situation. So now I realize my experiences with, uh, you know, domestic violence, they've been like, playing Russian roulette and it's just through God's grace and mercy that I guess the trigger wasn't pulled when the bullet was in the chamber. I don't really totally understand guns and there's something we shouldn't have. But anyway, regardless of what you went through, um, you know, if you're coming out of domestic violence, I consider you a kindred warrior. You're stronger. You're more beautiful than you think. And, you know, I hope you'll get to the point that you can share your story and encourage other women. Uh, And let's just move forward. Have a wonderful day beyond measure.